Venom is like going through a dark alley and then like you know uh, some figure falls out of the sky like looks like he was like web slinging or something and yeah. lands in like a trash can or something and then he goes and everybody's like oh it's Spider-Man and he pops up and it's Deadpool yeah bad influence bad big brother to Spider-Man well who better than Colossus Negasonic Teenage Warhead and Deadpool to get them off of Earth safe opening up the door to that multiverse and there's you know Wade Wilson Deadpool ironing <laughs> Welcome back to New Rock Stars. <laughs> this is Rogue Theory, and yes. we are talking about the Merc with the Mouth. Uh, Eric Voss, no. Uh, <laughs> this guy's going to be part of the Mouse House somehow, so how is Deadpool going to join the MCU? Mm. I'm Philip Molina, uh, and with me to go Rogue are Zach Huddleston. Hello! Who, I mean, come on, off-screen producer is like point, a misnomer. At this point, I'm like on and off-screen producer. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, Tommy Bechtold is back. Absolutely Yay. delighted to be here. Thank you so much for having me back, everyone. <laughs> oh. Don't read what you think you see in the papers as truth. The media is all lies. I am right. not a lizard. You didn't I am yourself. a human yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course, Marina Mastros. Yay. Yay. Also, later this episode, we're going to pick uh, sides in the debate over which version of the Rise of Skywalker is actually the one that we should have gotten or are happy with mm -hmm. and defend. There's three different versions of this movie now. We're going to defend yep. each one to the death. Sure. Oh. Yeah. Uh, at least Tommy. Uh, <laughs> great. So, guys, uh, real quick also, Eric is uh, got a few days of vacation. So, yes, uh, well deserved. Yeah, so bug him on Twitter a lot right now. Yeah. Uh, guys. Now's the time to direct <laughs> message him. Yeah. <laughs> Everything you've been meaning to say. <laughs> theory. Uh, guys, since Disney bought Fox, people have been worried about Deadpool. That's been like yeah. the go-to. How would Disney ever do Deadpool? Mm. Uh, both of his solo movies were obviously rated R. They were yeah. like hard R mm. uh, movies. Uh, and then Disney has never done an R-rated mm. MCU movie. No Deadpool movies are even featured on Disney Plus nope. mm. right now. So uh, this week, the writer of the first two Deadpool movies said that there is going to be a Deadpool 3 and... It's going to be rated R. Mm -hmm. And we know that Kevin Feige has met with Ryan Reynolds already, so they're already working on this mm. new movie. So I want you guys to pitch me this dirty, dirty mouse movie. <laughs> this how Deadpool is going to enter the MCU. And maybe even more importantly, how an R-rated movie even fits in the MCU. Mm. Uh, I have an idea. Please. Okay, okay uh, Marina. <laughs> yes. uh, Disney doesn't do R. But you know who does do R is Sony. Okay? Mm. So I think they kick Deadpool over to be in Venom 2. Mm. Oh, oh, whoa. That yeah. Rogue. Venom that it, yeah. 2. Venom 2. Which so Venom is 2. Confirmed. Which is confirmed. And it the last Venom movie was PG 13, but they they're not opposed to our movies. Like they're not like, like Venom was not a children's. Well, there's cannibalism in that movie. Yeah, yeah. like it's yeah. not, like people aren't taking Sexy their seven year old. <laughs> yeah. Full frontal cannibalism. Because <laughs> <laughs> these tackle cannibalism tongue, before. Tongue heavy cannibalism, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and so, but they might kick it to R this time because uh, just to get Deadpool into it and Deadpool can be like the bad influence to Spider-Man. Like he can be mm. like the guy who comes in and is trying to, and is saying everything that Spider-Man is like against and not about. But also Carnage is, has been teased for Venom 2. Right. Which is like basically asking for an R-rated movie. Like yeah. he's a psychopath, he's a murderer. Mm -hmm. So Deadpool can come in and like high five Carnage. Like he can go around and do what, doing whatever he wants. And then pop right out at the end of the movie 
and go back to where he came from because he can just comment on everything yeah. and the way that he gets in right because it's like okay how did he get in here from this universe like they don't exist together is he can just comment on it right he like he can call it out and this is the only way they like, won't let me into the disney <laughs> exactly <laughs> like this is the only way he can be like well sony does rated r but not <laughs> disney like he can just say it out yeah. loud and um, that's how we get him i think it does fly in the face of like uh, the the legal rights to these characters to like <laughs> give it to Sony or whatever, but who cares? This is broke theory. Yeah. Uh, what I really like is I could totally imagine because everyone's like, is Spider Man gonna be in the next Venom mm-hmm. movie? That's that was the big question around mm-hmm. that whole debate. Uh, and people are like, it doesn't feel like it fits this Tom Holland version of Spider Man and this like serious dark Venom yeah. story. But you could totally imagine some sort of scene where like Venom is like going through a dark alley and then like you know uh, some figure falls out of the sky like looks like he was like web slinging or something and yeah. lands in like a trash can or something. And then he goes and everybody's like, oh, it's Spider Man and he pops up and it's yep, Deadpool. It's Deadpool oh. uh, because they're so frequently like called out for having very similar costumes too. Yeah, and like Venom could use some humor. Yes. Like yeah. let's be uh, some like non weird <laughs> symbiote humor. Yeah. Too. There was that weird that yeah. like the it would. You're make a jokes. dummy, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, some actual Eddie. humor. Yeah. I think it would improve it. I think it'd be great. Uh, that's great. All right, so you get a full blown. Yeah. Rogue. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be very limited on the rogies. We're yeah. yeah we're, we're going to back to. <laughs> got spoiled. Oh, we that. literally ran Rogi out of rogies yeah, last I time. I know. There's pizza grease on everything <laughs> over here. No. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I love pizza and wooden blocks. I've always said that. You Uh, are a professional pizza man. I am. Uh, Yeah, I think that theory would be so fun. Tom Hardy, Woody Harrelson, and Mm -hmm. Ryan Reynolds in a movie. The weed budget on that movie alone oh, would be through the roof. Uh, they don't do that. No, do I they? mean like weeding things. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be you know filming in fields and have to take the weeds out. Yeah, anyway, major horticulture. <laughs> That's right. So, so I think you know people right now are hungry for Deadpool. Like we, yeah. there was so much when when Disney merged with Fox, it was like, what's going to happen to like this <laughs> super popular character? So we think we want a full meal of Deadpool, but we don't. We don't really oh. want that. If we got Disney's version of Deadpool. Uh, as a as a full introduction as like a full movie that'd be too much. Mm. So I present you mean you. like a full on Deadpool three feature film as his first introduction. Gotcha. I think that would be a mistake. I think you'd end up with like I like to think of uh, you know even though I respect the process Anchorman one versus Anchorman two Anchorman one hard R rating they really went for it Anchorman yeah. two because the actors had all become so famous and the property had become so huge they made it PG-13 and it kind of blunted the effect mm. of it. So I think we need what I call the potato salad version <laughs> of, Van, of of Deadpool. <laughs> so we want him in our movies, but we just need a little side dish of him. So oh, we, yeah. Just a little, we don't need a full burger. We don't need a hot dog. I know it's ironic that I made it about food. Uh, <laughs> and not ironic. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. Literal and makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Anyway, uh, so I think, what, I think we're looking at you know, we uh, we had talked about uh, you know Ant-Man is kind of the most comedic mm-hmm. Marvel movie but i think that Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor are the silliest Marvel yeah. movies the cartoons. they're mm-hmm. not the most maybe necessarily the funny although i would say both of them are both of the properties have been very funny so i think there's a chance to sprinkle some Deadpool in one of those two movies and ah. only as kind of a like patch like almost like a software patch. Like we have a specific problem that we need someone with a specific yeah. set of skills that can't be killed, that can't really be injured, that can regenerate and has 
all of this combat training, this weaponry training. So we get kind of like a mini mission, like a C storyline in one of those movies involving like as his intro. Yeah, like maybe there's a, maybe like you know as I had talked about before on this show, like in, in a Thor movie, maybe there's something with the relocation. Maybe the maybe the, the, the Asgardians yeah. need to be relocated. They need some muscle. They need some bodyguards. Well, who better than Colossus, Negasonic, Teenage Warhead, and Deadpool to get them off of Earth safely? You know? yeah, yeah, it's funny that Asgardians are supposed to be all be badasses, yeah. but whenever they're being like buried somewhere, they it's kill. like they're <laughs> yeah, oh, like, yeah. 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 Well, you know, it's uh, I think it's it provides more sympathetic immigrant story to have them be like vulnerable yeah. when they're traveling, and you know, have the the journey be treacherous because it builds character, as we know from our stories. So, I think that I think that we're going to see Deadpool very. Uh, subtly introduced into a the macaroni salad yeah just a, like a, a nice s- little paprika top macaroni <laughs> yeah. salad a little bit of deviled egg yeah, yeah. that's great yeah. you also had a weird software patch part of this metaphor <laughs> yeah, you, we, you gotta explain it to me in food terms <laughs> okay when you fix so you know uh, how like when you're icing a cake and the guy whose birthday it is is ryan but you accidentally write brian and then you yes. go in with oh. more frosting and you cover up the bee with a rose uh, with a rose, mm-hmm. exactly. Deadpool is the rose frosting covering up the bee in Brian's in Ryan's birthday cake. Oh, that's Does great. that make sense, guys? Here's a graphic I have. <laughs> <laughs> I this shouldn't is... have taken acid before we did this. That was <laughs> a mistake. All this work that you put in is worth a quarter rogi. <laughs> yes. That's uh, a little potato salad oh of rogi. Yeah. This is the potato salad of validation. This yes. is great. Oh my exactly. God. Uh, oh. You, you took a, a really great character and you made him a potato salad patch <laughs> on uh, the universe. I mean, eventually he's going to get his own movie. Well, I mean, you didn't say that. This is his so introduction. This is okay. what we get when we get spoiled. We come, Daddy comes home, yeah. and he lays down the law. Who gave you all this cake? You it's know what's so funny? I <laughs> thought, I was like, this is a really well thought out thing. <laughs> Philip is going to respond to this. He's going to respect the fact that I laid out some, some thought behind it. Tommy, <laughs> it, it was a great theory. Uh, it is worth saying really this quick. Is fair. <laughs> I want to acknowledge that people call us out for this is an eighth of a rogi technically, yes. uh. but you see it in two D, so it's why we call it a quarter rogi. Mm. Uh, Tommy, I'm sorry if you thought I was about to give you validation. I just wanted to say a message no, about no, the no. quarter rogi. The is way it? you bookended it with apologizing to me is all the validation I need. <laughs> yeah, you collect those apologies. <laughs> I've got a quarter apology. I'm sorry, an eighth of an apology. <laughs> now, Zach, okay. replace Tommy. Uh, no, I, I, I enjoy. Oh, there, there's no replacing any. Thing no, about yeah. Tommy. Um, I, I enjoyed both their theories. Here's what I think, though. So we know one of the next MCU movies we're getting in Phase Four, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Right? And it's gonna it's gonna have horror elements, all kinds of scary stuff. You know what a scary movie needs? A little comedic relief. Mm. Here's what I think. And again, this is just how we get uh, we get Deadpool into the MCU. You know, Doctor Strange is doing a montage of opening up. Different yeah. portals into different multiverses. Mm. You know, oh, my, this one's all people with uh, duck feet. No, <laughs> this one's, uh, you know, what if Hitler won? And this one is. Boom, yeah, throw in Man in a High Castle just uh, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then Deadpool's boom, there. <laughs> he just opens up one and kind of like opening up the door to that multiverse. And there's, you know, Wade Wilson, Deadpool ironing or something like yeah. that. You know, Tommy and I were talking about like him in pajama pants with the Deadpool mask on being like, what are you doing? And of course, in the very self-aware way, he's like, hey, dude, with sideburns, what's going on? Or whatever, right? And then boom, thats it's just a quick, it's just a little a little nugget for the fans. And Be he like, closes what? the portal? Yes, and that's it. Maybe maybe we get 30 oh, seconds Oh, just as like a tease. With Deadpool, right? So that it's like the MCU is acknowledging there is this other multiverse mm. with Deadpool, Colossus, the other X-Men is out there. 
But like we want all these things to exist in the same universe so they can show up in the same movies. Mm. So it's like now Doctor Strange knows. Uh, oh, those people don't exist in our reality, but I can get to them. Yeah, whenever if you I want. need to. Would right? You, would you say they're like a potato salad in a refrigerator <laughs> that he can reach? Zach, don't, it's don't, like a, it's don't. Like a potato salad in a safe. Yeah, where it's like I can't eat it. I keep all my salads in <laughs> yeah, safes. Uh, That's why I don't eat break them. Break glass in case of hunger. <laughs> yeah. yeah the right. next time, you know, by the end of Phase Four or whenever, mm-hmm. when we're ready for another big team up uh-huh. movie, whatever the next Avengers is, whether it's Thunderbolts or, or Dark Avengers or oh, the Young yeah. Avengers, whatever, right? Doctor Strange is going to be like. Like, we're in too deep. We're going to need some help. That guy that was ironing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know some guys, I need right? The ironer. Like, and he opens the door. <laughs> just, like, just like when he opens up the portal in Endgame and like all his friends from everywhere show up, yeah. right? Like it'll be kind of that same thing. Yeah. I think the reason they do it this way is it allows the Deadpool movies to keep being hard R mm-hmm. and to stay nasty mm. without kind of tainting. Stay nasty, baby. <laughs> tainting. Stay nasty, pony boy. Nasty. Uh, but like without <laughs> tainting. <laughs> the beautiful chocolate gooch. Uh, 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 yes. Uh, and to Zach for all of that effort, a quarter rogi. Wow. Now, there's a trend here about uh, quarter rogi's out for cowardice <laughs> because I want Deadpool to just come in and smash, smash. up the MCU uh, and yeah. just be this hard R guy. And he's like, hell yeah, I got my own movie. And if you're in my movie, try cursing. It'll yeah. come out. You'll hear it. It'll work. Yeah. Fudge. Yeah, exactly. But we're in the good place. <laughs> On my homeland, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is the most vile word you can say. <laughs> Fludge. Yeah, but it means so many things. It's yeah. like snow. Yeah, it's like Smurf. Snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um... I, I give it back to me in a tweet, and maybe if I like your tweet, I can uh, supplement your rogue account. Uh, <clears throat> let me think of a rhyme. No, you don't need to. That's <laughs> just Tommy that made that. All happen. right, all right, all right. Uh, <laughs> Deadpool kicks Sony's doors down by making Venom rated R. That's a good tweet. Yeah. Nice. Good tweet. Good. Good tweet. Good tweet. Good tweet. Good tweet. That's <laughs> maybe my best tweet yet, and makes yeah. the most sense. Well, it, was just, it was a simple sentence. That's right. And that is already making and it very hard for me to do. Right, right <laughs> out of the gate, too. Good for you. <laughs> uh, here, I got one because I don't want to follow Tommy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Deadpool introduced in the multiverse could be worse. Oh! oh! Very nice. Okay. <laughs> could be. Could be multi worse. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna push you. I was gonna push you and say if you can get the multi to rhyme yeah, too yeah, yeah. and give it to you. But you did it yourself Whoa. and you add a rogi to Zach Stack. Okay. Uh, I think it would go something like Deadpool schools House of Mouse. Uh, a tiny potato salad to introduce Deadpool in this adventurous ballad. <laughs> Not see the ballad rhyme coming. <laughs> Nor that did I. Great. That's a full rogue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yes. You two just pulled ahead of Marina. Yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. impressed. But Marina actually put Deadpool straight up in a movie. Yeah. And that's she why did the best. I still <laughs> like her the most. No, no, nobody needs to comment further. She she did uh, better than us. Well, you are my sister, so I have it's to take true. care of you. Yeah. True. People don't know that. Yeah, but yeah. and you are my son. And, and I'm you, your aunt. T- Tia Marina. Yeah. <laughs> and you're my landlord. I don't know how that works. Yeah, all the Weird. furniture is here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, before we talk about whether or not made-up versions of Rise of Skywalker might be better than the movie that we actually got, we're going to give a quick shout-out to some of the cool things we have going on at New Rockstars. Hey, guys. Eric here. Things get pretty bold here on The Big Question, and really, we would love to take YouTube's parental restrictions to the limit, but unfortunately, some 
some films they're just too violent for us to go into all the great detail on at least publicly on this channel so new rockstars is now offering monthly bonus videos exclusive to our generous patrons with unlisted links that you can get by becoming a patron of new rockstars digital studios this month we broke down the kingsman church scene frame by frame here's a clip of our breakdown but then we get another sneak cut on the digital zoom so that we are back to colin firth here for the most crucial acting moment of this entire sequence see the explosion causes momentary deafness harry's ears are ringing and the freebird music fades down for a moment and colin firth ever so slightly shifts from berserk rage to awareness shock confusion horror because the ringing eardrums have blocked out that sim card signal then the ringing fades away Freebird comes back and he slips back into Berserk Rage. You can access this plus all the other great bonus videos we've made by becoming a patron today at patreon.com slash new rockstars. And thank you to all of our lovely current patrons. Oh God, Tommy, no, you can't say that. <laughs> oh, we're back. Uh, please Sorry. never say that again. Uh, gosh. I'm canceled. <laughs> yeah. uh, don't do a dance move with you being canceled. I'm canceled. <laughs> canceled. Okay. Hashtag canceled. <laughs> Guys, uh, okay, every Star Wars movie movie that's come out recently has had uh, fans and it's had incredibly detractors. intense detractors. Uh, so since its release, specifically Rise of Skywalker, has had a couple of leaks about alternate versions of that movie we could have gotten. Mm -hmm. uh, specifically, I'm highlighting that there was supposedly a director's cut of this movie, JJ's version of this movie, that was like up to an hour longer, mm -hmm. uh, had all kinds of additional stuff that maybe would have fixed some, some issues mm -hmm. that some, some people had. Uh, but also, previously, Colin Trevorrow, Trevorrow? I think you said it first. Trevorrow? The right, yeah. uh, he was going to be the one that was going to make this film. He's a Jurassic World guy. Mm. He had his own version of the script that recently came out that a lot of people are loving, actually, and is a pretty significantly different movie. Mm. And then, of course, there's the cut that we got that a lot of people are, are saying is kind of the Kathleen Kennedy cut, mm. where it's just the, the studio itself said, hey, JJ, thanks. Don't worry. You can trust me as I carry this over here. Mm. And then they chopped it up and like reduced it down. We and hate you for going to Warner Brothers and now we'll ruin A lot of people movie. think J.J. went to Warner Brothers because of his treatment on, mm. on this film. Uh, but I want to know right now, it's going to be the definitive answer mm. of which of these three is the best one. The one we got, the J.J. cut or the Colin script uh, mm. version. So let's start that debate. Yes. Okay, I, I'll go first. And I think like the, the one I like the best is that Colin Trevorrow the guy who got fired, the the thing that never even got close to getting made, unlike the the JJ cut. So the the Colin Trevorrow cut, which he titled it "The Duel of the Fates," it was going to have right. a totally different name. Was cool even name. called "Rise of the Skywalker." It is a cool name, and, and that's the song. Right. If you real quick, if you want a really in depth explanation yes. of this cut, you can watch Eric's video mm -hmm. where he totally laid yes. it out. Yes, Eric mm -hmm. did a great job of breaking down both the JJ cut and the Colin Trevorrow right. uh, potential version. But the things I liked about this is it was primarily focused on making the three most recent movies mm. kind of like of a whole, mm. right? There's no, the one of the biggest differences is Palpatine doesn't come back, yeah. right? It's it's a little bit more of a Kylo and a Rey story, letting Kylo kind of be the main bad of this final movie. Um, there's also, you know, there's no smoochy smooch between him and Rey. Uh, Rey, you, you lost know. me. <laughs> <laughs> there's, this, there's this other figure that we've never seen before, this kind of, who's Palpatine's trainer, this... Tor Valum, I think is how it's mm -hmm. pronounced, kind of this gross monster type figure. But like, it's it's a little bit, uh, it's still paralleling, obviously, the original trilogy with kind of um, uh, Kylo following that Anakin path to the dark side. But like, it, it 
it's not trying as hard mm. to tie in all nine movies, which I just think like the weight of that was yeah. so much on Rise of Skywalker, right? They had to, so many things they needed to deliver on and so much like canon and story that like, I feel like it was it was just too much for that movie yeah. to do and to pull off and to still be fun. And I think- Especially when the two movies preceding it didn't exactly help yeah. that this one movie had to bring it all. Mm -hmm. Yes, and of course, you know, Trevorrow wrote this in 2016, which was before Last Jedi came out, mm -hmm. also before Carrie Fisher died, and she played a bigger role in this movie. So like that was something that kind of would have tied the hands of this script a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I think like, this it it felt like without going into all the plot details and things like that it felt like a more original movie that mm. wasn't as maybe not as fan servicey so maybe it wouldn't have been as popular right but it felt like it would have been more of a statement kind of like last jedi which i know is a polarizing mm -hmm. film but like i like last jedi and i think i would have really liked the Trevorrow Duel of the Fates. Give us a key moment from that film that is like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is a thing that happens in this film that we needed. Yeah, well, it, it, much like Rise of Skywalker, right? It kind of culminates in this kind of big space land battle on Coruscant, yeah. right? With like, uh, um, you know, Poe and, and Finn and Rose and everybody fighting on the ground while like Chewie's in an X-Wing and, you know, Leia with the, the Armada are fighting in the sky and all this is going on while Ray and Kylo are hand to hand mm. commenting. Ray has a sick double-sided lightsaber dog. Hell yeah, right? And like, yes. and, and it's a little bit more just like straightforward, like she defeats him you know, kind of like balancing out the force, all this kind of jazz, right? And like, I just like that. The kind of, yeah. I think one of my problems with Rise of Skywalker <clears throat> was the like hinting at something and then taking it away, mm. right? Hinting at somebody turning and then no, hinting at somebody's dead, no, never mind, right? Like, there was so much of that. Like, so many people that we thought were dead came back and whatever. And like, this movie is just like a more like straightforward, propulsive kind of plot. Yeah. So it sounds like it's less about the force honestly because remember all of the jedi versus all of the sith mm -hmm. that we can definitely understand is like okay this settles a lot of things mm -hmm. it, it sounds like this version maybe isn't doing that yeah it feels more like return of the jedi there's yeah. a fun party at the end of both those they have movies. a pizza party at the yeah. end they do yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, space one. pizza yeah, you guys have a space pizza zach i'm, I'm interested I, I wish you could see it that's worth a full quarter rogue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> full quarter rogue wow. yeah. uh, okay uh, all right i, I do I wish that it would still involve the force a bit more sure. and, and bring more mm. to it, but there are some exciting elements. And, and, and to be fair, we've only seen like an outline of this script, and I'm sure like whatever the 120 pages, there's a lot of more detail about that. We haven't heard that kind of stuff yet, but yeah. yeah. But it is very interesting the idea that leaving Palpatine out lets our mm. characters that we've cared about for two previous movies rise to to take the central mm. roles there. Yeah, they're less pawns in their own story in right. that way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I like Zach's theory, but can I say why mine's better? Oh, uh, you have to. Yeah. Yes. Yay! <laughs> um, okay, so all the problems that people had with Rise of Skywalker are fair, like, fine, you know, it was rushed, uh, or it felt rushed, not the production was rushed, but the editing felt fast-paced, like, we have to come here, we have to go there, Everybody, and each scene is, like, you know, maybe 30 seconds. We never, like, sit and live in anything. And that would be solved entirely by having the J.J. Abrams director's cut, which is better than the theoretical version of a script because we 
and this is a stretch, but sometimes when Blu-rays are released, you do get a director's cut. So it's not outside of the realm of real world possibilities that we might not get the 40, the extra 40 minutes, but we might get something which like, I'd rather have that. Like that sounds like that sounds tasty to me. (laughs) And every problem would be solved because the time, all the complaints of like, oh, this is rushed would be solved with an extra 40 minutes and you're sitting at home and you can, everything is explained. The Kylo Ray battle on the uh, end in the water is explained more clearly. His death and rebirth is like laid out specifically. Uh, the the Janna character is confirmed. It's explicitly said that he's or that she's Lando's daughter, and all the things that you just said are like oh we te- they're teased like they would be laid out. We see Finn use the Force. Uh, there is also still no kiss, so all those haters would be like satisfied or whatever. Um, and there's more Rose, which I think is important because as a as a person who watched. Last Jedi and a person who watched Rise of Skywalker, if you cut everything out, like all the commentary, all the, like everything outside of just watching those movies, it's jarring to see such a huge character in Last Jedi all of a sudden go to 30 seconds of screen or seven minutes or whatever, seven lines of dialogue at screen time. It's it's genuinely jarring, like just as a moviegoer, mm. which I think is an error. Like the complaints aside, like internet, internet yeah. commentary aside, like, it harmed the the flow of the series so you would get that would be solved you'd get more rows you'd get more development from all the characters the only thing is you that you have to do that would be like a detraction is like get up in the middle and go take a pee because <laughs> yeah. we're along but that's it give us an intermission give, give us, us a little an pee intermission. break you yeah. know in italy they when they show movies they do literally turn the lights on stop the movie and give you a pee break <laughs> terrible wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice that. that's really more nice. Uh, that's re- that is interesting though the uh, this idea of uh, 40, 40 minutes that that I, I'm intrigued that you say solve all the problems yeah. mm. they could right there could be an answer to every single in my brain it does yeah, mm. in there mm. oh yeah it also includes uh, live action force ghosts so which is well in the that they shot because I know that was a rumor that they that's the rumor is that they would be included so we so uh, I just think if that cut comes out which it, it won't but if it did imagine being in the theater and getting that moment everybody in the theater would be screaming yeah they would well, be like screaming moment, right? yeah. Where we yeah see all, everyone shows up yeah. instead of like hearing and having to recognize mm-hmm. freddie prince jr's voice yeah <laughs> like, yeah. yeah if yeah. i can't see freddie, freddie prince, prince jr. jr i don't <laughs> yeah want to be alive <laughs> specifically in his scooby-doo costume yeah. you know yeah. uh, he went so far <laughs> yeah. to be fair like the end of that sentence is very common <laughs> uh, but uh, uh i i really think that that movie the version that you're describing fulfills a lot of the potential right we yeah. see the force goes but then also specifically it not only does it explicitly say what finn wanted to mm-hmm. tell ray yeah. which is that he's force sensitive but then he uses the he force uses a little it. bit and it's like yeah this is the end of the whole thing what are we saving yeah what are we Finn saving it the, for and instead i i know that from reading that that they just had bb8 they do had the bb8 thing that he was do gonna it do, and mm-hmm. it's like so you still took the screen time right yeah to do the thing but <laughs> it's you, actually really funny i didn't yeah. think of that yeah it's like they specifically were like let's make it a little worse yeah, yeah. <laughs> um which is very weird but yeah no i'm, I'm pretty into this this film this jj full yeah cut. you got a full oh, rogue oh, game. Hell oh, yeah. sis
Wow. That's right. Uh, yeah. Wow. Cyst. Uh, that's a cute way to say sister short, right? Yeah. yeah cyst. Yeah, cyst. Mm. Yeah. Cyst with a T on the end. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, though, what are you defending? Your own take on this is This is really great, guys. I, I love both of your theories. I also love unicorns and leprechauns, but that doesn't make them real. <laughs> So to me, the (laughs) best version of this baby, honey, go to Regal and drop $12 because it exists and you can see it today. Mm. It's the theatrical release of Rise of Skywalker. Mm. And let me tell you why. This movie's got it all. What, who, who was established as the main villain in episode one, The Phantom Menace, Senator Palpatine. Who is the final villain in Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. Emperor Palpatine? Okay? It comes full circle. It completes the saga in a very satisfying way. And baby, do those two kiss? You better believe me. <laughs> Ray and Kylo Ren lip locking. Is it problematic? You better believe me. <laughs> I thought Rise of Skywalker was fine. Yeah. I don't think we need to tinker with it. I think it completed the saga that we set up. Obviously, the fans were very divided after Last Jedi. JJ and and Co had a pretty insurmountable task of wrapping this all up in a satisfying way, and I think they did. And I think what they also did was, in concluding that saga, they created kind of new avenues for exciting new Star Wars properties, rather than just being like, let's leave this open-ended, so maybe there'll be a Star Wars 10 of the Skywalker saga. We don't need that now. For me, Rise of Skywalker answered the questions that I had in a satisfying way and created new possibilities that I think are are fun to explore and I don't think we need I think sometimes we can use these theoretical versions of other things to just cast our own wishes, our own likes, mm. our own fantasies for how these movies would wrap up, but that's not the way it works. Movies are made <laughs> independently of our thoughts and feedback. I mean there are certainly polls Except for that, Sonic. Except for Sonic. <laughs> and they took his gorgeous human teeth from his mouth. <laughs> One at a time. I wanted him to have ripped legs and gorgeous human teeth, and now he's got little squirrely legs or hedgehog legs and cartoonish teeth, and it's not real enough for me now. (laughs) Anyway, so coming back to uh, what we'll really use in this episode, I just felt like the the cut that came out was the perfect version of it for me. me. I think that's a a passionate defense, and I appreciate it. So far, no rogies, but... uh, (laughs) But... It's because here's what I want from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want oh. you to specifically take these two on. So, so why is Palpatine <clears throat> being there? Which I think it goes against Zach's uh, yeah. favorite. Yeah. Why is that necessary? Because we cling to stories with a identifiable villain, mm. a monster villain that seems insurmountable. I mean, what is the theme of these movies? The good guys even in moments of weakness, they lose their arms. Anakin Skywalker, before he loses his arms and legs, loses one arm. Luke Skywalker loses one arm. Palpatine gains an arm back at the end of the movie. His arm grows back, and that has to be a specific choice. There's all of this symbolism. He's this massive bad guy. It makes the most sense for him to be the final straw before they can really, truly restore peace to the galaxy. That's true. And then specifically, Uh your version that you love, Why is it served worse by more scenes in mm. it? Just the JJ cut. I don't think that they're necessary. I mean, I don't think. I think that making the movie longer doesn't make it better. Mm. I don't. I think that that is a. a yeah, the Irishman begs to differ. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, listen. If they only had one more scene. <laughs> where Robert De Niro explained to Al Pacino that if he didn't stop messing with the mob, they were going to kill him. I think it would have got the point across. (laughs) Seven wasn't enough. Uh, No, but I think, 
I just don't think that added. I don't think. I think Lando and Jana being related is condescending, and it kind mm. of implies a little bit like, well, they're two black people; they must be related. Mm. And I know it's well, more in com- Star Wars. There's not many. Yeah. Sure, but I mean, like, sure. we're, it's, it's twenty twenty. Are we a little better that. than that? I don't know. Well, As yeah. a white man, I'm sure that's an easy point to make. It sounds like, oh, he's right. But I don't know. Like, does it have to be that? Like, do they all yeah. have to yeah. know each other and, from something? And, and I will say to echo Tommy's point about like longer's not better. I had a friend that would always make the joke about deleted scenes. Like, it's the equivalent of going to a restaurant being served spaghetti with meatballs and then the waiter coming out and being like here's a couple other meatballs the chef didn't really think yeah, went with the dish you know true. it's like nobody, yeah. you don't necessarily need more yeah. right? i guess of the two for sure the jj abrams version of the two theoretical versions out there is the one that is more interesting to me to explore so it's a little harder to directly compete with you however i am right uh, <laughs> it's just the, yeah the argument is just we don't want to have to pee in the middle yeah. <laughs> you made it very hard because i was going to give you this other rogie and then you said specifically that marina's was better but then you did end with the phrase i am right if only this is america as long as you double down as long as you confidently state that you're right about something and you did proceed it by saying you're a white man so that's yeah yeah all white all white all white this is america after all wow this has turned into a very special episode of Rogue Theory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give it back to me in a tweet. How about um, Like Rises Skywalker? Hell no. Stick with your boy Trevor Rowe. <laughs> sure. <Yep>. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, alternate cuts. That smells like butts. Original <laughs> recipe is the best of these theories. Yep. <laughs> yes. Uh, new cut from JJ. That's what I'll say. <laughs> I like. I've nobody. Ruined, I've ruined I, this because these aren't tweets, tweets anymore. <laughs> nobody tweets in rhyme I except know. for when we <laughs> follow me on Twitter at Zach Huddleston. You'll see all my tweets. They're oh right. man, that's not even his. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, Tommy, I I appreciate your tweet the most, and you get yeah. another full on. Wow. Um, but I agree uh, with Marina the most. I want to see the longer cut. Uh, yeah. I think it could have fixed things. Yeah. Uh, and just, yeah, that other one is theoretical. It's so. never going to happen. There's yeah. a good reason they didn't make it, yeah. probably. Yeah. Uh, but even though Tommy's in the lead now, it'll probably change because it's time for Rogue Questions. Yay! Ooh, the upcoming streaming service Peacock will feature a rebooted Saved by the Bell <gasps> in which Zach Morris is now governor of California. Ew, what? <laughs> <laughs> Ew, what? I, that's where they were headed the whole time. Uh, what legislation has Governor Zach Morris recently passed? No homework. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can eat any animal you want. There are no restrictions. You Why can is just... that a Zach Morris law? Because he doesn't law? care. Zach Morris doesn't follow any rules. Yeah, yeah. That's... If you see a, an alligator in the road, you can cut its head off and eat it. That's Zach Morris. <laughs> well, that's not, that's not my law. <laughs> I, think, I think he passes the law that anybody in the state of California can turn to the camera. Oh, yeah. And talk. At oh, point. I like right. that. I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and in That's California, there's enough yeah. cameras just uh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Can you believe this? There. Uh, guys, the teaser for Fast and Furious 9 came out and oh, teases yeah. Dom Toretto's child being an important part of the movie. Hmm. Give me your best toddler Toretto racer impression. <laughs> I only live my life. <laughs> a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> it's all about family. <laughs> And without your family, you're nothing. If you look out there and don't see family in front of you, you have no chance of success. 
That's pod racing. <laughs> no, that's pod. Uh, picture me in a Hot Wheels. Okay, I'm in a Hot Wheels. Uh, when I grow up, I'm going to drink Kelowna. <laughs> and you're driving? I think uh, none of those are accurate because Dom Toretto's child would have a deep Still has their oh, child yeah, 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 yeah. voice. At the age of oh, two. Oh, wow. How yeah. this many? <laughs> How this many? Uh, guys. This weekend is the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Are we allowed to say that? This weekend <laughs> the is game. the big game. <laughs> the big game. Uh, what's the best big game party snack and why? Mm. But you must sing your answer. <laughs> uh, the best party snack is a slice of pizza rolled into a taco because it fits right in your mouth. Fits <laughs> right in your mouth. Yeah, fits right in your mouth. <laughs> First off, it started like you were singing the Folgers. Yeah. So oh, I mean, oh, the oh, best part. It's pizza, pizza in your mouth. Pizza taco mouth. Pizza taco mouth. Uh, for me, it's very simple. To make your party right, don't skimp on the shrimp. People will lose interest in the shrimp. Then you eat all the shrimp alone. After two shrimp, most people are full. But not me. I can have five or six shrimp, maybe seven or eight. It's a date, just me and the shrimp. The jumbo shrimp. Yes. You severely underestimate the average person's stomach. Two shrimp and we're full. I don't like shrimp, so this is great. Um, okay, again, I should have tried to sneak ahead of Tommy because it's going to be hard to follow. But how about um, to the tune of Drake's Hotline Bling? I'm being on that guacamole. You could need chips and salsa. Okay, it's not really to the tune of Hotline Bling. Da-da-da. Some of that was da-da-da. This is great. This is great because no one whiter could have possibly done this. It is perfect. <laughs> I could have picked a Willie Nelson yeah. song. Yeah. I chose Hotline Bling. Don't it's know right. why. The two options. It's Willie so Nelson. Good. <laughs> uh, so good. Uh, I like that pizza taco mouth. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Marina gets a uh, rogi for that. And so what are our rogi totals? Three. Three and one eighth. Looks like two and a half. Two and a half. A quarter. Three and a quarter. Sounds like Tommy wins this episode. Uh, and Tommy, you have to explain this. Uh, okay. Tommy's wish is that everyone has to introduce us oh, to the evil version of themselves. Yeah. So you tell me what evil Philip is like. Oh. You've met him. This is, this <laughs> you is tell me what good Philip is. He wears a black yeah. long yeah. sleeve yeah. shirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Philip wears a white uh, shirt. and uh, Doesn't work out. He's a white person. Uh, yeah. And uh, is more supportive of his friends. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank um, you for sanding that. Ba- evil Marina has straight hair and oh. she wears it uh like very much in front of her face Ooh. and she goes around uh poking holes in everybody's theory but she never comes up with one of her own she's mm. just like that's wrong because of this and then she walks <laughs> off so she is philip <laughs> uh evil tommy has uh has uh retreated to a fortress very very far north <laughs> north of canada where he lives <laughs> Growing his hair and beard out, dressed only in red, surrounded by little people who make all the toys he demands that they make. And once a year, he goes out on his magical sleigh with nine reindeer and throws the toys down the chimneys of unsuspecting girls and boys. Tricks or treats? You decide. He's just Jack Skellington. 
He's combined yeah, two holidays. Oh, wow. Uh, Evil Zach does not have that kind of mythology behind mm -hmm. him. I think Evil Zach just always takes up two parking spots, <laughs> uh, unfolds all the shirts at the gap, you know, yeah, and leaves yeah, them yeah, just yeah, like yeah. crumpled so you can't find a larger medium oh, when you need yeah. to. And um, definitely eating grapes straight out the supermarket. <laughs> yes. Like not paying for those. The so, olives out of yes. the olive yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, 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 with his fingers. <laughs> just just yeah. scooping yeah. out of the cheese. olive bar. Mm, yeah. That's great. And it's a given that all these people are very racist. All right. Uh, well, that's it for this uh, episode of Broke Theory. Thank you guys so much. You can yeah. find the evil versions of ourselves uh, on Twitter uh, and Instagram. Yeah, at Marina Mastros on Twitter when I'm real cranky. Yeah. I'm skipping my uh, thing to shout out my boy Elon, who I saw who came to my work and said hello. Elon, you are the man. Thanks for being a fan. Aww. Gino's West Pizza. Come Gino's see Tommy. East. Gino's, Gino's East, West sorry. is where evil Tommy works. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can catch me on the uh, uh, New Rockstars Discord server, chatting it up every Monday with any of our patrons. Yeah. At Philip Molina uh, on Instagram and Twitter. I love you guys. I love you guys. Aww. I love you guys. <laughs> I'm kidding. Thank <laughs> you.